Welcome to the Weekly Workplace, where professionals come to find insights and inspiration for success. Hosted by the Missouri Training Institute, this is the Weekly Workplace. Welcome to the Weekly Workplace, where professionals come to find insights and inspiration for success. With you today, Missouri Training Institute. Hello. Hello. Uh, I love having our team. I think we, we've made this like three in a row now where we all get to be together, and that's like yes. crazy for us right now. Uh, I think it's great. It is. It is. So today's topic is an interesting one, one that we've actually had a lot of discussion prior to coming on today uh, about, matter of fact, you all used to be in a lot of workplaces about um, this general concept. And I'll tell you, you know, right now we got four generations making up 98% of the workforce, right? A lot of age diversity. It's on the rise in all uh, all around the world. And in a Global Talent Trends 2020 report, it actually found that 89% of talent professionals view it as a good thing because it is. All right. (laughs) It should not be a shocker to anybody. It is. But every single time I'm in a session where we're talking about supervision, management or leadership, it seems like it never fails that I get the question of, well, I have uh, employees who are, you know, older than me or I have employees that are younger than me. You know, there's an age focus um, and I just can't figure out what to do because they're so different. I'm going to challenge that idea. Uh, what do you all think? Well, I'm glad you're challenging. <laughs> okay. Um, because, you know, this is a subject that we have talked about almost too much, I think. Personally. Right. Ad nauseum, uh, ad I would nauseum. probably say. I, I was going to say that, but I didn't know if that was uh, <laughs> appropriate on a, on a podcast. But, uh, yeah, I think that we have talked about this for a long time now. Um, I think people get really stuck with this particular topic. I don't know if I really buy off on all of it that's out there that says that this generation is always going to be this way and this generation is always going to be this way. Now, that's the problem with this kind of a topic is that we have a tendency to talk in very um, general terms and not to get down to some specifics about this. But yeah, you do have people. And and I remember, you know, being a young person and complaining about the generation ahead of me. And I remember being an older person and complaining about the generation (laughs) coming after me. And um, and I kept thinking, you know, I've done the exact same things that we're accusing all these other generations of doing. So is there some differences? Probably. Is there differences that really cause us to treat people differently? I don't know. You know, I think good leadership is good leadership, regardless of whether you're leading somebody who's older than you or younger than you. Um, it's about your ability to lead them effectively. It's not so much about, I don't think, about their generation that they belong to. Right. You know, you said, are there differences? And you probably, I mean, of course there are. Yeah. Because, you know, a younger generation didn't go through what the older generation did in every sequence. Right. Right. So even when our youngest generations right now and we're, we're calling them Gem Z, when they become the fourth and oldest generation, they're going to have gone through so many more things that A, B and C haven't gone through. Yeah. And so, of course, there's going to be differences. But that's the beauty of diversity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about it is let's use that 
diversity, you know, diversity of thought, diversity of experiences. But I think in order to do that, you kind of have to put your own self ego, you know, Mm -hmm. aside and say, just because somebody didn't do it the way I did it doesn't mean that it's bad. It's Mm -hmm. just different. It's just different. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, understanding the person at a personal level, isn't that what we always talk about? Mm-hmm. You know, and um, Dewey had mentioned, you know, we used to train this generational, we called it generational differences. And I think that even created mm-hmm. more uh, division. And, you know, we would talk in these general terms and we'd say, you know, there's 80 million of this generation and these are their tendencies, right? Because we, we can track that through data. And Every single person then would say, but I don't do that. That's not me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, if it's not you, then where did this information come from? You know, but we are. We're talking in such generalities. Um, <laughs> I'll give you an example of what you just said. I was I was doing one of those sessions one time and I had this gentleman raise his hand who was what we would consider a baby boomer. Right. And um, and he said we were talking about the millennial generation. He says, I just don't hire him. Thought, well, you're not going to be in business long, you know. <laughs> right. Or you I might mean, have a lawsuit. Uh. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. Hmm. Um, you know, and it was just he was so stuck, you yeah. know, in his judgment yeah. of other people yeah. um, um, that his generation was the right generation and the right ways of thinking and that kind of thing. And you see even differences within the same generation. It boils down to know your people. Yeah. As a person, as an individual. Right. right. And it doesn't mean, and, and I think this is where we might get caught up because, you know, when we think about knowing our people, well, I can't fully know them because I, I haven't, I'm not from, you know, that generation or I can't get into that mindset. If you lead with curiosity, like if you genuinely want to understand somebody else and your motivations are pure in that, you can learn anything you want to learn about anybody in this whole wide world. And I think that that's where the frustrating part kind of comes in for me as well is like, let's just open up the conversations, put our ego aside a little bit and and have the, you know, have the element of curiosity again to learn about what were some of the experiences, you know, and I love that, you know, one of the things. I, I mentioned, um, you know, I've, I've said it before. I have, I'm very close to my my grandparents, and just sitting down and asking questions, you know. And the thing is, is they didn't experience. We've both experienced similar things, but just different ways. So we're not different, folks. We're not different. We're just um, we're people. We're, we're people. people. And I think that's what it. That's really what it comes down to, is people. Mm-hmm. Now we we have styles. But people have styles. I don't think that the styles is based on uh, generations. I think it's based on personality, you know, and and I think that in my mind, when we think of different kinds of styles and some of the the top, I guess, if you want to call it the intergenerational conflicts that come up, it comes down to your communication style. It comes down to um, your work life balance style. uh, and And it also comes down to your management style. You know, figuring out what your style is, but that's true across the board. It doesn't matter what generation you come from. We give a management styles assessment in in different trainings we've been in before. We give a, a communication styles, you know, kind of assessment in trainings before. And that's for everybody. People just need to become a little bit more self-aware. 
I don't think that has to do necessarily with how we're going to categorize the generations. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, hearing us say that, that people are people, right? And we just need to be leading people. Let's talk a little bit about what that might look like. How do we take the blinders off or the tunnel vision, I'll say, looking through the scope of, of the age of somebody um, and, and thinking about what are just some really good leadership quality, some things to lead people. Yeah. You know, cause I think, I think we get caught up when we start talking about this generational thing because we think that different generations value different things. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think we, I, I know different people of different generations that value honesty and trustworthiness right, and things right. like that. So I don't know if there's that much of a difference. I do think though, that sometimes the, behaviors we see people uh, exhibit could be a little bit different, maybe based on their past experiences, you know, and I think that's, that's an important place to start. I think when you talk about this is that sociologists, they don't define a generation by a span of years, they define it as a group of people that live through some shared experiences. Um, and so that's kind of how they're, they're defining what a generation is. So, you know, um, baby boomers who love to work, you know, that's what the research says that they love to go to work, um, that they have that really strong work ethic. And then I hear them complaining about the younger generations having no work that were work ethic. Well, they do have a work ethic. Mm -hmm. It's just different than what theirs is. So, you know, that's an example of, I think everybody you know, wants to have a good work ethic. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but how that shows up, it might be a little bit different, but that's where I think some of this conflict might be coming from those mm -hmm. kinds of things. So it's not that we are so different in our values. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we're very similar kind of oftentimes in our work values, but it's the behaviors that we actually see. But that goes back to that differences between what somebody's intentions are and the behaviors that we get to witness in the workplace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think knowing people's preferences, hmm. you know, I mean, one of the questions we ask over and over is, you know, how do you how do you like to be recognized? How do you like to receive feedback? You know, how should we approach um, a a conflict if we find ourselves on opposite, you know, ends of this discussion. But that's human to human. Mm -hmm. You know, those are the leadership qualities that you're talking about or the tactics, you know, is finding out how people want it because of their preferences. And know this, that will change. I mean, the longer I've been in a workforce, you know, my preferences have changed. Absolutely. You know, because um, you have different experiences to add on. And then, you know, you think you're going to want something. And then when you get it, you're like, mm, yeah, that, that doesn't fit right. That doesn't mm -hmm. feel right. And it morphs, you know. Um, so we're all we're all a work in progress. Um, but really understanding people's preferences Mm -hmm. And I think that speaks, you know, entirely to that idea of curiosity. If, if you and, and here's the thing is, you know, as leaders, it's so important that you have a kind of a growth mindset, you know, to not have a fixed mindset. My way is the only way. And I, that's true of anything, you know, like it's not just related 
to our topic today. But that growth mindset will um, not only keep you open and curious to understanding new things, but you're modeling the behavior that you're expecting of your your members on the team, too. And if you're not creating that learning environment where people feel they're supposed to be learning about maybe somebody who is different in age than them or maybe comes from a different background than them or, you know, they might not be as inclined to do it. So first and foremost, do it for yourself to know your people, but also do it because you're modeling that behavior. People are watching. Just to go in and make a judgment that I don't know how to manage this person because they're outside of my age group is very myopic. And everything comes back to, you know, you're in the business of people. Mm -hmm. So people first. Honor each other. Regardless if they've been around five decades or two and a half. Are there any other final thoughts as we kind of wrap up discussion on this particular topic? My suggestion is just kind of move beyond this. You know, um, it's about it's about people. It's good leadership, regardless of what age you, you happen to be at um, in your life or in your journey. It's just about being being a good person, being a being a good leader. I would agree. All right. Well, we appreciate you tuning into this one. I hope it answers some questions out there. I said I'll, I'll still expect to get them in my training sessions. Of course. But, <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll approach that when we get there. If you have any thoughts, comments, questions, please email us, mti at missouri.edu. Uh, and until the next episode, go be great. Thanks for listening to The Weekly Workplace, hosted by the Missouri Training Institute. Dewey, Ray, and Brianna stand ready to connect with you and meet your training needs. Be sure to check out ways to contact them in the episode description or at mti.missouri.edu. Subscribe to the podcast to get future episodes automatically by tapping subscribe in your podcast player of choice. Hope to catch you on the next episode of The Weekly Workplace. Yes.